You dicked yourself at an early age, kid. <laughs> what was that, Shane? Hello? You had a haircut. I did get a haircut, yes. Thank you for noticing. Even my girlfriend did not notice. <laughs> well, for some reason, what's going on with this? What's my fucking cat down at my mic? That can, even. I'm having Val give me a haircut tonight. I need to shave my head. I just shaved my head. Shane, what are you doing? Yeah, no, jeez. I can't, I can't see the can at all. I can't see anything. As long as you hear it, that's all that matters, really. Yeah, so, even so, I've got a theory going. My theory is that for the past, I don't know, two years or so, Shane has not been using his microphone, but has been using the, the microphone on his camera. Yeah, I'm, that's fair. <laughs> And I judge this by the sound it makes when he touches his camera. Actually, do you want to know something? The mic on my headphones are turned off. <laughs> no, they are turned on. No, that won't matter. It's still going right through the camera. Oh, fuck's sake. Don't worry. It's only That's why we hear, like, every little thing that Shane does over there. Yeah. Hear me scratch Uh-oh. on my testicles as well. <laughs> I'm sipping my cocoa. I'm drinking cocoa. Cocoa? Yeah. It's too early in the year for cocoa. You're going to have to put that down. Yeah. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> hey, we're getting into old man territory here. About another month. Yeah, but I, I, I break all the rules. The rule breaker, folks. I'm the Dark Lord after all, so there we go. No, I'm in the fall season, baby. I even got a pumpkin candle lit. It's game on. Oh, you white girl. Absolutely. Oh, I had a... I treated myself to my first of the year a pumpkin spice latte from Starbucks, and it was... Oh, my God. I never thought you'd be a pumpkin spice guy. Oh, it was so delicious. (laughs) Jesus. What the hell is going on over there? (laughs) Fucking cat. The cat. <laughs> what the hell is, is your cat on your fucking laptop right now? Well, I don't have a laptop anymore, Mike. I have a PC, and the cat has been on that. There, and that even it brings up bigger questions. <laughs> you can watch some cat porn. What do you expect? I go out, I leave the PC running for five minutes, I come back, and he's on livenudecats.com for fuck's sake. <sighs> Your host, Ryan, Shane, and Mike. Alright everybody, welcome to All You Need Is Blood, episode 60, the official podcast of UpcomingHorrorMovies.com. I'm your host, Ryan Tudelo, and joining me are my two co-hosts, Mike Whittemore and Shane Smith. Mike, how you doing today? I'm okay. Great. Excellent. <laughs> Shane, how are you doing today? <laughs> I like the enthusiasm we have going right now. The diversity of enthusiasm, I should say. 
All right, so on the podcast here, we like to uh, discuss horror movies, talk shit to each other, uh, various other nonsenses, including but not limited to music, movies, games, comics, whatever else happens to come up. Uh, if you want to get a hold of the podcast, you can reach us on Gmail. All you need is bloodpod at gmail.com. Our uh, Facebook group, All You Need Is Blood. Uh, the Instagram account, All You Need Is Blood Podcast. And um, probably other resources I'm forgetting about. Uh, but you can listen to us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Uh, just type in Pornhub. Pornhub. Actually, well, that's a good idea. I feel like we could probably get a few extra like <laughs> listens or views or whatever. You put it up on there. X-Tube. X-Tube. <laughs> so that's, that's a good... You guys have come up with great ideas today. XMXX. There we go. There's another one. I don't know that one, Shane. You're going to have to fill me in. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> I just sounded wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. And we're back. <laughs> yeah, sadly, Mike missed the uh, previous October episode we got into, um, but he's back on. He found the internet. It was hiding under the bed, and now he's ready. That to was die. such horseshit. How long was it out? That was. Uh, it it was out, and then it came back on, and Val was like, "Hey, you should you should tell them you're back." And I'm like, "It'll go out again." And it went out ten minutes later, that was... for twenty minutes, and then it came back on for good. And I was like, "Fuck all this shit." Yeah, that would have been really annoying. Hey, he's yeah. back, and he's gone. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. So um, yeah, let's do a little bit of catch up for you, Mike. Uh, last week, Shane and I talked about some of the movies we were watching this October. Um, what do you got? Is there any, any themes or anything you're going to or no. anything notable standout you've been watching recently? Uh, let me get my list as put me on the spot. Okay. Uh, let's see. What have I watched? I watched as, as above. So below was the first movie I watched mm-hmm. for October and I was surprised by it. I actually didn't hate it as I thought I would. My cat wants to get out on this convo, too. Yeah. Um, I watched The Strangers, and I thought that was horrible. Really? I don't know why that's got a following. I think Fright's a big fan of that movie, isn't he? I don't know how. Like every The whole movie is them looking at the people in the masks, looking away, and looking back, and the people are gone. That's the entire fucking movie. <laughs> and I, like, after the third time of that happening, of the like, the woman on the swing, there's a swing, and... She's on the goddamn swing, swinging back and forth. They look at her. They're like, oh, geez, it's creepy. And then they turn around, turn back, and she's like fucking gone. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, that's just, I don't know. I just got tired of it. Uh, I watched Murder Party for the first time. I thought that was awesome. Um, Watched The Shining, which is one of my favorites. Night of the Demons uh, was one of my favorites. Night of the Demons 2 was really good. Mm -hmm. I was surprised. Mm -hmm. I rented that off of Amazon. Uh, Deep Star Six was okay. Uh, I like the Church from 1989. Yeah. I, I like that. That was because uh, I I think you're the same way as me, Ryan. You like those like religious like horror movies. Oh yeah, any religious horror movie I love. It's just so cool. Like when they take like religion and like make it like a fact. Yeah. And it's just it's so cool to me. Like incorporating demons and they put a big fucking cross on a a pit of witches. I thought <laughs> that was so sweet. Oh yeah, that was so cool. <laughs> Um, and then I watched, uh, from beyond. Can you stop eating the cardboard? Thank you. <laughs> I think that was fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Um, I watched from beyond, uh, nightmare city, which was terrible. Oh man. Uh, nightmare city. That's a, that's a that fucking was, crazy zombie movie. 
that was as soon as they started coming out of the plane zombies yeah. running out of the plane with machine guns, I was like, this is fucking stupid. And that was one of the first runner zombie movies, I think. It's gotta be. Um that's from nineteen eighty as well. Yeah. I watched Pet Cemetery, which was one of my favorites. Uh Out of the Dark, which was odd, uh Prom Night, and then The Fog. Nice. That's a pretty good variety of going. Yeah, I'm just kinda seeing what's on Amazon. If it's not on Prime, I'm just renting it for like two bucks. Yeah. So I, I, actually, just today you mentioned that I was browsing through Amazon and uh, re-updating my watch list because, like, there were some movies I went on to my watch list to watch, and they were no longer on Amazon Prime. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. they come in and out, and I'm like, oh, I got to clear some of these out, and I'm like, oh, let's see what else is on there. So I, I was adding like twenty or thirty movies onto my watch list before we started doing this. So they got they yeah, have, it's a, they it's, a, it's a good selection. source. Yeah, that's a great selection, yeah. man. The selection is fantastic, but the the app like for Xbox or like PlayStation oh, it's or terrible. it's fucking garbage. Yeah. Same thing with Shutter. Like I was trying to use Val's Shutter uh, yesterday, mm-hmm. and it just she was like, "Yeah, my dad says it skips on his Xbox." I'm like, "That's weird." So try that. Mine skips. Look at the reviews. It's like the the uh, the desktop version sometimes skips, and it's like really it's garbage. Yeah, I guess Val doesn't have any problems with it, but I've, I've been, I do on mine. I've been toying with getting Shutter a lot recently, but I figure I'll wait till I go through all my October stuff and yeah. and then decide if I want it. Um, but Amazon Prime's been fine for me now. I mean, Netflix is pretty much the pretty much useless now for horror, in my opinion. Yeah, Netflix is. Yeah, they got like the newer stuff that's just god awful, and Hulu I hear just has like PG thirteen horror, just your standard shit. Nah, fuck that. Yeah. All right, cool. So, Shane, anything, uh, or, or Mike, is there anything else that's been going on recently? Any music or uh, games you begin into? Uh, I bought the From Beyond Waxwork Records because my I have two record stores near me that like regularly carry Waxwork records and and soundtracks and on vinyl and stuff. And uh, I bought the From Beyond one because Val and I are going to Texas Frightmare Weekend next year, mm-hmm. and you know. All the people from From Beyond, besides like Ken Forey, is going to be there. That's like including Stuart Gordon's wife, and it's it's Stuart Gordon's going to be there, oh, and that's it's fucking awesome. Jeffrey Combs and Barbara Crampton. Oh my god, I cannot wait wait to meet <laughs> Barbara Crampton. Um, and then uh, I got a band that neither of you have heard of called Demolic. Oh, I know them. They re- no, I'm kidding. Yeah, I know you are. <laughs> they made one album in 1994, and it was repressed. And I got the uh, limited to 200 through Svart Records. It's on gold, so you know I'm not fucking around Ooh. on that. Uh, other than that, um, just watching movies when I can, working like 60, 70 hours a week, and uh, going to Florida tomorrow. So nice. Hopefully, I can dodge that hurricane. Yeah, right. That's that's coming soon. If you recall, uh, where are you going for uh, last? I'll say you're going. Last to year Miami, I had right? a deal with the same thing. Yeah, last year we went to Orlando, and this year we're going to Orlando again. Last year we we beat the hurricane by two days. I had to find a different flight. Our flight got canceled because of a, a fucking hurricane, yeah. and then all of a sudden now it's Hurricane Michael, and I'm going to tell my buddy never to plan a trip and a Bears game in October ever again in Florida. <laughs> this is fucking ridiculous. But Hurricane Michael is not going to come anywhere near Orlando. I think it's already going to hit Georgia tomorrow, so we're good. I think Shane just let a kidney out. <laughs> oh, yeah, you could say that. Fucking hell. Jesus. Oh, and had a bit yeah. of flesh. Well, yeah, that had a bit of flesh. Yeah. 
Well, I, would, Mike, I wish you might go down there. Yeah, oh, thanks. It's my uh, cousin's first flight, and we're just telling him that he's gonna die. They're just gonna play Final Destination on a loop until he until he gets on. <laughs> well, the first time I ever went on a plane was for Texas Frightmare Weekend. It was like four years ago, three, four years ago. And my buddy just kept sending me 9-11 Snapchats <laughs> over and over again. That's horrible. <laughs> in, the, in Midway, I'm looking at my phone. This fucking plane keeps going to World Trade Center. I'm like, come on, man. So I think I may do it to my cousin tomorrow. We'll see. Nice. Yeah, I might have to have a word for you, Mike, about um, some waxwork finals. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I, they, I have two discreet plays near my house, and they carry a very good selection of them. So yeah, well, they're now about to release uh, the Night of the Living Dead soundtrack. Oh yeah, so, yeah. So um, I might um have to have a few words with you about getting me a copy, and then um, PayPaling it over to you or something like that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, cool. Sweet. So how about you, Shane? Anything uh, you've been doing since we last recorded a few days ago? Um, no, not really. Uh, listening to more music, watching movies, um, listening to, well, like, like last time, um, listening to a lot of Jane's Addiction, um, sticking some Nine Inch Nails in there, bit of The Cure, you know, happy joy joy music, because I'm a happy goth. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, that's about it, really. Um, don't have much planned either. Uh, Probably going to go to the cinema out on Friday and book my ticket for Halloween. Awesome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I think he was waiting yeah, for, kind of... for more to end on that one, Mike. He was like, is that the end of it or is there a little more coming? Yeah. Well, I know what you guys are like, for fuck's sake. So, yeah. Why do you have to sit there and be patient when you belch? Um, but, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to book my ticket for um, yeah Halloween this week. Um, and on the 20th of this month, um, for my friend Carl's birthday, we're going to see a Guns N' Roses tribute band. Ooh. Which, let's face it, is 150 quid cheaper than what it would be to see the real thing. It's probably better than going to see Axl Rose live. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's, um, I think that it was 156 quid a ticket for the Wembley, Wembley Stadium gigs. Standing gigs. No, seating gigs. Um, so quite a lot of people were like, fuck that. Um, so yeah, there's that, but not much else to be quite honest. Cool. So myself, let's see, I, I picked a a few movies that I did not talk about last time, uh, just to bring up. Um, one of the movies I watched was Night of the Dribbler and yeah, how did you like that? Okay. So I, I watched this movie because I went to pop in Attack the Block, and my friend... Uh-oh, Shane's, Shane's back on the Sorry. camera. Shane's fiddling around. I'm always fiddling. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, we're going we're gonna to see what happens here. <laughs> Just going to scratch my pubes. Hang on. You're scratching the pubes itself? Like the hair? Yeah, hold on. <laughs> you got to squeeze the hairs between your fingers. You hear that? No, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So I went to watch Tack the Block and my Blu-ray, it turned out, it had a, uh, a bubble in the Blu-ray itself, so it was a factory press issue, uh, which I'm pissed about because I probably bought it like a fucking year ago, and now what am I going to do with it? I just got to throw it out. 
and buy another one. But anyway, so I'm like, oh, let's just see what I got on my Amazon. First one on my list was was Night of the Dribbler. And I'm like, oh, Mike <laughs> mentioned this before. I'm going to fucking yeah. watch it. Did you finish it? I did. I watched the whole oh thing. My God. And I will say it is not the worst thing I've watched this October so far. No, it's not the worst. That announcer guy with his fucking oh, jokes. God. That was th- I couldn't finish the movie just based on that guy. He, it, it's almost as if they only made the movie so that guy could release a demo reel <laughs> of all his various impressions and voices and shit. <laughs> It was uh, it's so cringeworthy. It's it's so embarrassing when you watch this. And they filmed the entire movie with the exception of one scene, I believe. One scene that took place in a driveway. The entire rest of the movie was filmed <laughs> in a gymnasium at a school. Yep. And like even when they're they're supposed to be either in the cafeteria or some type of cafe or something, it's in the gym. They just put a backdrop on it. You can still see the the wooden <laughs> planks for the gym floor. I'm like, oh god, this is so embarrassing. And the special <laughs> effects are garbage. It's not even really a horror movie. It's supposed to be a spoof horror. But I don't know, man. It, it was horrible. I don't recommend anyone watch it. But if you wanted to, it's on Amazon. <laughs> yeah. So I watched that. Uh, I also watched Island of Death as one of the first video God. nasties. Uh, maybe I, I did mention that last that week. You did. Oh. I hated that Okay, movie. yeah. Just a lot. There's like every awful thing that that you could have like incest bestiality murder rape all that it's all in there pissing it's just fucking crazy crazy fucking movie um uh. it is the most na- it's the nastiest video nasty that i've seen so uh and then other than that the worst movie i watched this october is amityville theater also known as amityville playhouse i watched that too oh my god how the fuck did you make it through that mike i never said i did (laughs) (laughs) i've because i I fell asleep about halfway through and it it was fucking garbage it's the most unlikable movie i've ever seen um i I hated everyone in it every actor actress i hated every character (laughs) i hated the plot nothing there was no relieving quality for this movie just the worst. I gave it a zero out of ten. I don't think I've ever given anything a zero. No redeeming quality. Early on in my 365 list last year, I watched all the Amityvilles, and like there was a point where they were getting harder and harder to find. Yeah, and it was like, okay, there's Playhouse slash Theater. I'm like, which one is which? And then it's like these kids are so stupid, and I just fell asleep. Yeah, no. Awful. Absolutely awful. Um, That's about it for new stuff that I've been getting into. Uh, Last week we mentioned some pictures from the upcoming Pet Cemetery remake. And just today they released a trailer for the movie. Uh, So let's talk about that a little bit. Uh, Mike, what do you think about the uh, the trailer? Um, I thought it was okay. Like, I I really like the original a lot. Um, it's, It's a little goofy, especially when, you know, Gage gets like brought back and <laughs> he's like tearing the throat out of Herman Munster on the floor. And like Herman Munster's like trying to fake, like getting bitten by this like toddler. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it does have its goofy moments and uh, the acting is a little off and it's not a perfect film, but I, I love it. Um, But I don't know, like John Lithgow, I, I really like as an actor, but for some reason it, 
after seeing this trailer, it seems like he's a little bit miscast. Like he doesn't really give off that uh that like redneck uh all knowing like wisdom guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly he what you're talking get- about. He doesn't have it, it it's um now, I don't know if Fred Gwynn was going for, like, sort of a southern thing in the original Pet Cemetery, but he has this, like, charm and this, like, drawl that he talks with when he's talking yeah. about everything. And everything he says sounds so important. You're like, oh. Oh, yeah. No, this is important, whatever this guy is saying. And, yeah, like you said, John Lithgow was great, and, you know, I love him in a bunch of stuff. But uh, I think he plays, I don't know, maybe a different type of character better. And it, it's not... It's kind of hard because it's like it's not the exact same interpretation, obviously. But mm-hmm. is is his character going to have as much impact on you as Herman Munster's did? Right. And I mean, Herman Munster, he had such a. We're going to keep calling him Herman Munster, it's, but I know it's Fred, Fred Gwynn. <laughs> I know. Did that, you uh, did you ever Munster. see the South Park? Did you see the South Park episode when they like spoofed him? Yes. Yes. And he's like, he's like milkman. <laughs> when he says he's like milkman, uh, oh, he said something about milkman. He's like, not when there's free pussy at every doorstep. <laughs> and like, <laughs> and it's just, oh man, it's his, his role is so iconic at Pet Cemetery is so good. I think he's just the best part of that movie. Yeah, I agree. But like for the rest of the, the new trailer, I just thought it was like, they're adding in a bit too much. Like the kids like fucking marching and they're banging on drums and they're looking at the camera and goofy man. Like where the hell was that? I don't remember that in the book. Cause I read the book. I, I, I don't think, know if that was I think or not. That might be an interpretation of one of the flashbacks in the book when he's talking about like what kids used to do. I mean, I'm hoping that's what it is. It's, you know, more of a story and mm-hmm. you know, maybe John Lithgow is adding to the story. Um, embellishing a little bit as opposed to something that actually happens in the movie you know what i mean instead it's yeah i get what you're saying i hope that's more what it is um the trailer for me um i was kind of wishy-washy on it i i I thought it was i I liked the way it looked uh on the last episode the the images that came out i wasn't a big fan of the way the images looked but this Mm -hmm. totally cleared up that it's it, it the vibe that I was afraid it was going to be, like, you know, too crisp and too clean. I think it actually has, you know, some good, decent cinematography, at least. Um, oh, yeah. But the... I don't know. Um, I'm I'm back and forth on it. I'm hoping it's good. Uh, I'm not as hopeful as I was for the, uh, for the It remake. I think this one's going to be probably more average. But I'm willing to check out a Pet Cemetery remake. I don't, I don't think this is one of those, like sacred tomes that can't ever be done again um you know i i think it's it looks okay and uh I'm, I'm, I'm willing to give it a chance i'm interested to see how they deal with the uh that what teenage kid or the college kid who dies oh right 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 because i feel like in the first movie that whole arc of him like leading the woman back home i feel like that was like pretty fucking useless to me mm-hmm. like because it just it absolutely goes nowhere <laughs> and uh i just i don't know maybe i hope they change that up a little bit maybe for the like something would happen with that but <coughs> yeah well this excuse me <coughs> but this is going to be closer to the source material anyway yeah that's what they keep saying um yeah and that could be that could be so good. it's going to be it's, it's going to be very different to the original pet cemetery what, what do you think about how um, it's shaping up right now shane um, well, obviously this, I mean, the past few days, obviously seeing those images and seeing the trailer today, um, I don't know, 
I'm a bit. I think the jury is still out on that one. Yeah. Um. It could be really good. Um. The actor guy who's who's playing um. Dale Midkiff's role. Mm-hmm. Um. I've seen him in a couple of other things, but I can't remember what it was. But I remember not being overly fond of him as an actor. If you see what I mean. Mm-hmm. I've seen him previously. So I don't know. This could be. This could change it up. It could be good, or it could be mediocre. But if they're sticking to the source material, then that will be better, um, in my opinion. Because I love that book. I think it's a great book. Mm-hmm. Um, and because I'm old, um, as I described on the last podcast, I saw the original Pet Cemetery 29 years ago in the cinema. So, uh, yeah, it's... Um, I'm fucking old. Yeah, in case um, anyone forgets, Shane is a dinosaur. Yeah, I'm fucking old. I'm 44. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I, I would, I'll give it a watch, but I'm not holding much hope. Yeah, it's, I mean, it, it, it's, it sounds it's like we're all of the year. same opinion here. It's, it's that we're all like, yeah, yeah it looks okay. I don't know. Uh, I put it out on Facebook in the uh, All You Need Is Blood group. And got some responses. Uh, my cousin John Doolin responded, uh, looks promising, just doesn't give me the foreboding pit-in-the-stomach vibe like the original. Uh, shooting in Quebec yeah. in the summer and not Maine in the fall really loses that New England vibe. And I 100% agree with him. Um, it, it it doesn't look like New England. And that's interesting because, you know, that that's Stephen King. It's supposed to be in Maine. Yeah. Um. Adam Johnstone from the uh, from the Frightfully Forgotten uh, YouTube channel uh, says, yeah, never been a huge fan of the original. Uh, looks nice and atmospheric. Just can't stand that jittering ghost effect. And I think that's more of a scene transition thing. Uh, mm. I think that's more of like a trailer company. I don't know if that's going to be in the movie. At least I hope not. <laughs> and our friend Patty Rhodes says, meh. <laughs> so I think... I think she's uh, she's with us on that one. So yeah. I was. What was that, Shane? Oh no, no, nothing. Never mind. That's all right. Come. So yeah, that's uh, just about what I got. Um, we could get into our main topic if you guys are ready. Yep. All right, let's do it. Go on, man. So since we got the upcoming uh, 2018 Halloween, it's not a remake, but we're calling it Halloween anyway. Um, we decided to go into some of the horror movies of Jamie Lee Curtis, one of the, I, I don't know if you'd call her the original screen queen, but that's pretty much where the, the term got coined from, uh, was from her exploits in horror. So yeah. let, let's uh, talk a little bit about her movies here. Um, I just got them listed out. I figure we could just go down the list and uh, see what we thought. Uh, first up is uh, Halloween. Do we really need uh, an introduction on this one? No, no. I mean, we've we've talked about it. If you want to hear our thoughts on the on this movie in depth, go check out our uh, Halloween series episode. I think we did it last year around this time. Um, you know, she plays Laurie Strode, um, which she's reprising that role in the new movie, and they're going to ignore all the other sequels. So, if you are going to watch this new movie, um, make sure if you haven't seen Halloween or maybe you need a refresher, watch the original uh, before you go into it. I guess to sort of you know, catch yourself up onto the storyline of where they are picking up from. And 
Um, I think she's really good in this. Uh, I don't know that it's her best role, but she is excellent in it and does a much better job than a lot of um, final girls that you see in uh, Slashers in the 80s, especially. Um, anything stand out for you guys on this one? Um, no, I, I think you hit the nail on the head. I mean, she does what she's supposed to do in the movie. Um, in the beginning of the movie, she starts off like super innocent and everything, and more and more goes on, and she gets that little jolt of of me like she doesn't just seem like a normal character of just like a final girl she just seems a little more than that yeah in my opinion it, good characterization too on carpenter's yeah, part um for actually you know making her interesting not just somebody to be chased around and stabbed exactly what do you think shane i think with the original um halloween it was just one of those trial and error kind of thing is because I think it was her first role in horror. Um, so it was basically testing the water with her and how she did it. And I thought she did a fantastic job. But for me, it's all about the John Carpenter score. Because mm-hmm. that adds atmosphere and character and it's fucking creepy, let's face it. And I think that's why I love Halloween so much. And with the original, <clears throat> the whole idea behind leather, uh, leather face, Michael, uh, the, the face, Michael Myers. Um, I just love the whole idea behind it, where as a kid, kills his sister, and then it goes so many years later, and then he's all grown up, and uh, he's on the slash. He's on the so slash? Is, yes. it, is that a pissing reference, or what? Well, no, I mean on the on the lash would be going out on the lash with your mates and getting shit getting shit face drunk. Having a slash would be going for a piss, but he's on the slash as in the east slash and people up. <laughs> Thanks for clearing that up, Shane. That's all right. No uh, oh, that's a new one. On the lash, that's when you go out and get shit faced with your buddies. Yep. All right. When you go out and get pissed, you're going out on the lash. On the lash, getting that gash. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, hashtag that one up, Mike. <laughs> We've also got a hashtag of uh, doddling a piece of piss as well, haven't we? Oh, fuck, I forgot to do that. <laughs> <laughs> that was on the last episode, Mike, when we put it up there. Explain to Mike yeah. again. I know we just did this on the last one, but it, it's right. enough for a refresher. All right, basically, doddling a piece of piss means it was really easy. Yeah. A doddling a piece of piss? A doddle and a piece of piss. A doddle and a piece of piss. Okay. British phrase. See, you learn something new every day. Here's what we're going to figure out, Mike. We're going to go over to England one day, and we're going to start whipping out some of these gems, and people are going to look at us like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> this is just Shane's just like... He's just making not, shit up. They're not even, he's making stuff up. <laughs> Nonsense. Oh, fuck. All right, so what do I got? I mean, these aren't in any type of order. I probably should have done them in an order, but it's too late now because I've got my list oh, on my notes. Okay. So I'm going. Why do it? In, why do it in order? With one of the most unorganized. Uh, <laughs> okay. If I could. That was on it. If I could cut out like one clip and be like, "Oh, do you want to hear what our podcast is like?" The last like eight <laughs> seconds would be what I'd give somebody. 
Oh fuck! All right, so and let's. I've go. completely, I've completely lost my train of thought. Oh yeah, we're the most <laughs> unorganized podcast in fucking history. That's so true. why do everything in order? All right, so let's go with the fog. Uh, Mike, did you watch this one? Yeah, I watched it yesterday after not seeing it for like five years. Awesome. So uh, give us a little bit on the fog. What do you think? Um, do you want me to talk about the movie or just what I thought of it? Sure. Both. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, some pirates get pissed off because a uh, hundred years ago, some like scammed them out of their gold, and then they didn't give it back, and they killed all the pirates and uh, the lepers. And uh, pirates are mad now, so they came back in the fog and killing people. That's a great <laughs> synopsis. <laughs> You um, put that at the back of a DVD box. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, you know, I tried giving it another chance. It's, I mean, it's about killer pirates. I mean, um, uh, they're pissed off that the people took their money like a hundred years back, and the town is celebrating their hundredth anniversary. And you know, I, at first, I, I remember I was texting Val, I'm like, hey, because I didn't like it the first time I watched The Fog. Um, but then I watched it last night and I was texting Val. I'm like, I really want to go to bed, but this is like really fucking cool. And I was watching it and watching it and I'm like, okay, forgot Tom Atkins was in this. Mm-hmm. A, a, a mustacheless Tom Atkins. Yeah, one of the rare mm-hmm. mustacheless appearances. And then I saw Jamie Lee Curtis. I'm like, okay. And then as the movie went on, like, I didn't care about them at all. I only cared about uh, Adrian Barbeau. Yes. And I, I feel like she should be on the cover of this fucking movie instead of Jamie Lee Curtis, to be honest. But um, if we're talking about Jamie Lee Curtis performances, I mean, this is like the most mediocre thing I think she's been in she, because yeah, she's she, not the main character. No. And yeah. as like a side character, I think she just doesn't really bring much to the table. Like The whole movie, she just keeps asking Tom Atkins if she should come to places. And Tom Atkins is like giving her permission. He's like, yes, come. And then she's like. <laughs> I would ask Tom Atkins permission to go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, oh, totally. But uh, yeah, I, I ended up not. I still. I mean, I, I I like the movie itself, but then I think it just ends too abruptly, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I, I I it's not like my favorite John Carpenter movie, even though the visuals are fucking awesome. They're so good. Um, but yeah, it's it's like if you haven't seen the fog, there's gonna be a spoiler here. But it's like <laughs> I think the ending was just a little rushed. They're like, oh yes. Uh, they melted the gold into this cross, and I'm like, "Where the hell did this come from?" Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's I don't know, but as a Jamie Lee Curtis movie, I think it's her. I don't know, it's not her movie at all. Yeah, she does not, in my opinion, does not stand out on this. And I, I think it's interesting that you'd seen it before, and you're like, "Oh, there she is!" I forgot she was like, "You forgot yeah. she was even in it." Adrian Barbeau really stands out as you know the radio DJ. Uh, yep, right. Yeah. And the, uh, I mean, it's got a great cast. Like you said, Tom Atkins, uh, Hal Halbrook's in this. Um, he was mm-hmm. in a creep show. He plays the, uh, the priest. And the only thing I'll say with the, with the sort of cross setup is they do show him sweating a lot, like as the movie goes on. So it's obvious that he's either doesn't know something, but he knows there's something fucked up going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's. I don't know. I, I'm I'm probably gonna get slack for the or flack for this because, but it's it's not my favorite Carpenter either. Um, I almost kind of feel this one is slightly overrated because I people rave about the movie and it never grabbed me. Um, uh. I like a lot of parts of the movie. Um, 
but I don't know. As a whole, it doesn't. It it just doesn't do it for me. How about you, Shane? Mm-hmm. I absolutely love the Fog. I think it's one of my. Fa- it is one of my favorite Carpenter movies. It's definitely in my top five. Um. Um. Again, for me, I mean, I agree with you. The Jamie Lee Curtis character, not exactly, um, her greatest role, but I think at the time. She was filming that concurrently with Halloween, so obviously she was there's her no, parts. There's in no that. way Carpenter was making two movies at the same time. Um, on, right now on the interview, all right, I've got the soundtrack album for The Fog, and on the interview, right at the end, there's like an interview tagged on with Jamie Lee Curtis, and actually her saying that she was no, she wasn't filming it um, concurrently. She filmed them back to back. Oh, okay, gotcha. So. Yeah, so it was like she was doing another project in between. So she'd done Halloween, she'd done something else with The Fog. So um, that would explain why her character didn't have a lot to say, didn't exactly do much in it. But, um, yeah, it's not not the, um, not the greatest role that she's had. But overall, I absolutely love the film. As Mike says, the effects in that are fantastic for the time as well. Um, but also that fucking score. That score is amazing. Fucking, oh, it creeps me out every time I listen to it. And that's what I love about it. Yeah, that, that is true. It does have a, it does have a great soundtrack. Uh, yeah. yeah. Can't beat Carpenter, man. He's the best. No. See, and I think, and I guess coming full for, you know, coming forward 40 years, you know, regardless of, um, what anybody else thinks. I think this is why I'm excited about Halloween, the new Halloween, because it's got Jamie Lee Curtis in it. She's coming back as Laurie Strode, and John Carpenter is doing the score. That's what I'm more excited Wait, about. Wait, he's doing the score? Or they're, yes, u- they're using his original score? He's doing the score. Really? Really? I didn't know that. I have not heard yeah. that. Waxwork Records recently released a limited edition album of the um, soundtrack. And it was by John Carpenter. Huh. I, I was not aware of that. That's why I'm excited. Because although he's got the executive producer role... Um, that doesn't mean which basically, is. Yeah, I well, know. I mean, it means fuck all. But... I mean, when I heard that he was doing the score, that got me a little bit excited. Interesting. So uh, one thing I, I wanted to bring up, I probably should have uh, mentioned it before. Uh, maybe we should do like a little Jamie Lee Curtis ranking on each one. Um, on his... Oh, God. <laughs> Sound like you shot yourself. I did through my mouth. <laughs> Dude. You have to wipe some off your chin on that one. Um, I... <laughs> How many Jamie Lee Curtises out of ten uh, would you give the fog? And then we'll go back to Halloween. I'd give it a three. A three Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. I'd give it a I'd give it a four. Four? Yeah, yeah, I'm probably around there. Uh you know, three or four. Uh, low part. Halloween, I'm gonna go like a solid eight, maybe nine. I would say eight. Definitely an eight. Yep. Okay. So we're on the same page. Uh next on the list I have is nineteen eighties prom night. Now this came out the same year as the fog. So this you know, Halloween was like seventy eight, uh the fog prom night eighty. They they both um, you know, sort of hit the big screen. This is what turned her into a horror, you know, icon, being, like, in these movies in such close proximity. Um, I watched Prom Night today, 
Uh, it's a movie directed by Paul Lynch, who also is known for uh, writing or for directing Humongous, which is kind of a I'd call it a lesser known or maybe unknown horror movie. It's not that bad. It's an interesting little thing in the '80s. And he also did a more recent movie called The Keeper with Dennis Hopper and Aja Argento, uh, where Dennis <laughs> Hopper locks her in a cage. And I forget the most of the plot, but it's a weird fucking movie. Um, certainly worth watching, just for the performances, at least. So, uh, yeah, Prom Night, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is back, again, as a high school girl in this one. I don't think she played a high school girl in The Fog. Was she in college in that one? I think she was just a drifter. Yeah, I mean, yeah, right, but you can't do that in high school, right? You gotta be at least out of there. So, I, I, think, I think she's a high school senior in Prom Night. Um, one thing I did notice is the DVD copy I watched is maybe the worst quality I've seen of a movie in a long time. It looks like shit just because the DVD is really bad. I know there's a new Blu-ray, there's a Blu-ray out that came out a, a year or two ago. Um, maybe an upgrade would be in order on my part. Um, I don't know, this movie, a lot of slasher fans advocate for this thing because it's such an early slasher and it sort of does its own thing, but man, it has not aged well in my opinion. Uh, I'm sorry, but this is like the second or third time I've watched it. I was just bored to tears. It, it doesn't stand up for me. It's it's not top quality slasher, and I don't think I've ever seen anyone list it in like you know a top ten slashers or you know the most important or influential slashers. Um, a, a large portion of this movie is dedicated to disco scenes, and that doesn't help things. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> And apparently they filmed the movie using, you know, popular disco music, whatever whatever songs, you know, they're staying alive or who knows what. Um, but they didn't have the rights to those. So at the last minute they said, holy shit, we can't use these and release it with this music in here. We have to make our own music. So hastily they put together their own musical uh, accompaniment to these disco scenes. And even for disco, it's pretty much shit. Like, they, they, like, steal some stuff from other songs and make them sound enough like other songs that you don't really notice. It's one of those things that you... It, it's a dance scene, but you're not paying attention at all because you just don't care what's happening because you don't know the song and it's not good or interesting. I don't know. Um, the kills are... They're not boring, but they're mediocre. Um, they're kills you've seen a million times uh, since, and a few of them before. There's one really good decapitation scene. I'll give that props. That was a good scene. Um, let's see, what else? Uh, I think they spread their focus too much on multiple characters, and they don't develop enough Jamie Lee Curtis. She's framed as the main character in this, much like Halloween. Like, you're sort of... Everything revolves around her, but they don't spend enough time literally with her. There'll be a scene with her and someone else, and then the two other people will leave, and, you know, the plot follows them for a while and ignores Jamie Lee Curtis. And then goes back to her, and she's talking with two other people, and then the plot will leave and follow those other two people. You know, and maybe they get killed, or they have, you know, some plot-moving plot moving forward scene or whatever. Um... I don't know. Uh, for a Jamie Lee Curtis movie, she's for how much she's in this, which she's in it a lot, it, it there just isn't enough of her, which sounds really weird. Like, there's just not enough character development, um, not enough really scenes of getting into, you know, how she plays into the plot. It, it, it's got 
uh, a decent cast. It's got her. It's got Leslie Nielsen. It's got a few other like se- uh, you know seventies actors and early eighties actors. Um, but I don't know. Uh, I, I I was never a huge fan of this. I always loved Prom Night. Two- Hello, Mary Lou. Prom Night Two. Prom Night Three. Those are more my jam because they're basically just Freddy Krueger movies. So I don't know. Prom Night One. It maybe gets a pass from me. Um, Mike, did you watch any of this? Uh, I did it a long time ago, but I tried watching it last night, and I just completely passed out. Yeah. Shane, you know this one at all? Um, I think I watched this movie maybe 30 years ago. <laughs> um, that's it. I don't really remember it. Yeah. It, it's not very memorable. It's not something that you'll... In my opinion, I, 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 people will probably trounce me for it. I know there's probably a lot of fans of this movie out there, but yeah, yeah. no. I, I, on a scale of uh, Jamie Cur- Jamie Lee Curtis's, she's in this a lot, and it bumps it up. Uh, I'm gonna give it uh, a four, which doesn't sound high, but there, it's it. <laughs> she doesn't play Jamie Lee Curtis enough, which sounds so weird to say. But Makes sense though. That's the way it is, man. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. All right, so uh, let's move on to uh, Terror Train. I believe you took this one, right, Mike? Uh, I didn't know if I took it, but I watched it like a year and a half ago. Yeah, I haven't seen this one in like five or six years, so I'm gonna. <laughs> we'll we'll share the burden here. What's what's going on in Terror Train? Well, um, you put me on the spot because I don't fucking remember. Nice. But <laughs> I believe it's New the... Year's, right? Yeah, it's like New Year's Eve and a bunch of like I think it's college kids are getting on a train and they just start dying off. Mm-hmm. Um, I really have to watch this again because from what I remember, the um, the climax is really fucking awesome and something I was not uh, uh, not anticipating at all. Um, there, I from what I remember, some cool gore in it and. Um, I ended up liking it, but I don't really remember Jamie Lee Curtis out of it. Yeah, she, she again, she's one of the college kids. She basically plays the same type of thing, but she's a few years older, I guess. So they're like, oh, we mm-hmm. can't have her be in high school forever. Um, the, the one thing that stands out in, in my memory of this movie is that they have David Copperfield, the magician, playing a magician in it. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, that's a pretty good casting. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, yeah, and I think the killer is constantly changing costumes, right? Like, he's got, like, the one that's on the DVD cover, but I think he wears a bunch of different costumes in it. So, mm-hmm. it, it's, you know, it's not as iconic of a killer, because you don't have that same visual uh, imagery every time. Right. Um, and you know what? I could watch this right now. I don't know who the killer is. Like, this is one of those movies that I, I could watch it and be like, I don't I don't remember how it ends. It could be, you know, any of the people on the, on the train. Um, I remember... Jamie Lee Curtis being in it, but it's been so long that it doesn't really stand out for me. Shane, are you are you uh, on the terror train at all? Are you on board this one? I think I saw this a few years ago. I, I got this confused with another train movie um, with some kind of like gargoyle, serpentine gargoyle in it. Oh, uh, I'm trying to remember. That, I think that's yeah. the one with Peter Cushing and Christopher yes. Lee. Yeah. Oh, Some like, Horror Express. Horror Express. Yeah. Or Terror. Yeah. Is that what it is? One of those. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know yeah I've got it confused. Um, yeah. I think I've seen Terror Train. Yeah. I mean, it's a slasher. There's. I, I remember this having interesting kills. They were right. all sort of unique, which is good. And this is another early one. This one's listed as 1980 on here. So we're definitely out of order on it. But fuck, we need to do. 
Um, but yeah, she was in a shitload of movies so early. That's crazy. Like three in a year. That's amazing. So I don't know. I can't really give this a rating because I don't remember how much of it she, you know, stands out in or really plays a part in. Yeah, you guys have any opinions on that? Um, I would say, from what I remember, I'd give it a like a five or six. Jamie Lee Curtis. Yep. Because she's in it pretty uh, dominantly. Okay. Nice. I don't, yeah, I don't really remember it, so um, I'm gonna have to give that one a pass. Okay. Well, we'll move on then. Um, next up, I have uh, Road Games from 1981. Uh, this one's pretty interesting. Directed by Richard Franklin, uh, who also did the Australian film uh, Patrick, as well as uh, the sequel Psycho 2, and eventually the movie Link, which is about a, a killer chimpanzee or a killer monkey, I think. It's been a while since I've seen that one. Uh, it stars uh, Stacey Keach and Jamie Lee Curtis, two Americans that just happen to be in Australia, I guess, because it takes place in Australia. Um, I, the, the big standout in this movie, I mean, Jamie Lee Curtis is pretty good in it, but Stacy Keach is so fucking good in this movie. This is my favorite movie he's in. Uh, his character is unique. It stands out. He plays this like sophisticated, really smart truck driver. Um, he's an American living in Australia. He's got his, his, uh, his dog who's with him he's a dingo and he you know he talks to him all the time in the truck the dog is almost a character um he's got like one line that he repeats throughout the film he goes just because i drive a truck doesn't make me a truck driver as he tries to explain (laughs) how he's all sophisticated and you know he's listening to classical music and he's always contemplating and thinking about things that are going on and the basic plot is stacy keach is driving a truck full of um essentially slaughtered pigs that he's you know, bringing the meat to Melbourne, I think. And, um, he's got to like, you know, keep driving and only have a few stops. Uh, he in, you know, he's not supposed to pick up hitchhikers. He sees this one guy in a van, pick up a hitchhiker. And then he goes to stop at a hotel and he sees the guy acting really suspicious. And like five in the morning, he wakes up and the guy's looking out the window at the garbage pile. And the dog is like trying to bite at the garbage bag. And he's like, huh, that's kind of interesting. And then he drives off, and eventually it's revealed that the um, the police or the garbage men or whatever found a body, a hand, I think it was, in like the garbage pile. And he's like, oh my god, that's why the guy was being so suspicious. The guy's like murdering people, and then he sees the van again. And it starts this sort of recurring thing where you, he sees all these characters on the road. A guy that's driving a boat, a guy that's on a motorcycle... Uh, this old couple that are, you know, like always arguing, and they sort of happen over and over again as he's driving across Australia. Uh, eventually, he picks up Jamie Lee Curtis as a hitchhiker because he sort of thinks in his head, like, oh, I can't leave this girl out here. This guy will get her. And, you know, just uh, makes his way across the outback, and is it turns into a chase eventually. Um, and the, just the banter going back and forth between Stacey Keach and all the characters, um, specifically with Jamie Lee Curtis, is fucking choice. It's brilliant. Great writing in it. Uh, great acting. Jamie Lee Curtis is really good in it. She only has, oh, I'm going to say, like, three or four really memorable scenes, but they're really, really good. There's a, a fireside scene where she's, you know, hanging out with Stacey Keach uh, at a little campfire situation. There's another one where they're... And they, the, the movie's called Road Games because he likes to play games... Uh, as he's driving, like, you know, he's thinking of a, thinking of something that he sees, or he's 
trying to think of why this guy is killing uh, hitchhikers and chopping them up and stuff. And him going back and forth with Jamie Lee Curtis in these situations is really good. So, yeah, I'm a big fan of this movie. Uh, I've seen it probably three or four times. It's super underrated. It's not really a slasher, and it's... <laughs> I mean, they're following the guy, trying to get a hold of him, but most of it is just focusing on Stacy Keach. He's so awesome in the movie. Uh, he, so how many Jamie Lee Curtises would you give it? On this one? Boy, when when she's on, she's on. Um, I'd probably give it a solid six, because she's not in the entire movie, and she's not the main character, Stacy Keach is, hmm. but she's really good when she's on. Have you guys seen this one at all? No, I've never no. heard of it, but I really want to watch it now. Yeah, I've never seen it. Oh man, yeah, it's it's great. And uh, oddly enough, one of the 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 serial killer uh, looks like a young version of a guy that I work with who's from Australia. And I'm like, Chuck, you ever film a movie before? Like, play? He's like, No, I don't know what you're talking about. And I showed him a picture of him. Like, this guy fucking looks just like you. No, that guy doesn't look like me. Not at all. I'm like, no, it is. It's the same guy. It's definitely him. I'm, now I'm convinced he is actually a serial killer from Australia that moved to America. So, Oh, that's the most likely Of course. Option. What else would it be? So, yeah, Road Games, awesome movie. Um, what do we got next? All right, we're, we got Halloween 2. Shane, I'll let you go into this one a little bit. What do you know about Halloween 2? Halloween 2 leads directly on from the first Halloween. It starts off in the hospital with um, <clears throat> Michael Myers still on the loose because obviously at the end of the first movie, he uh, dies, air quotes, um, but then disappears. Um, Dr. Loomis is basically trying to track him down along with the nurse, one of the nurses, and the police are on the case as well. Um, and it's... Uh, it's centered around Jamie Lee Curtis or Laurie Strode being in the hospital, being treated from her wounds from obviously the previous movie. And Michael Myers rocks up at the hospital and starts killing off the, um, the night staff. And, um, you know, obviously in his attempt to get at Laurie Strode and again, Michael, uh, Dr. Loomis, um, turns up and, uh, manages to stop him again um but yeah it's uh i think this is a solid remake because obviously it was set literally the night after the original movie um <clears throat> sorry i said remake i meant sequel mm -hmm. um yeah yeah it's um it's a solid sequel because obviously it leads on to uh or takes off from the first movie um script is good Carpenter's score, again, is really good. Um, and uh, I think, uh, you know, I would give this one a seven JLCs. Seven JLCs, nice. Yeah. What do you think about Halloween 2, Mike? Oh, I love Halloween 2. I think I like it as much as the first one, just for the fact that the, the new one is skipping these events. is pretty fucking stupid to me, but that's that's besides the point. Um yeah, I, I think this is a way better Jamie Lee Curtis movie than the first Halloween. I think her acting is way on point and she's the, you know, now she's like the, she's like the main character all the way through. Um, 
But yeah, I, I, I like this. I like Halloween 2 as much as the first, but for Jamie Lee Curtis's performance, I think it's better in the first. Yeah, I can agree with that. Uh, she is definitely more prominent. They they make her the focus of the movie. Uh, more so. I mean, you know, she's the main in the first one, but the entire movie is sort of focused on her on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, some standouts in this one. I, I, I love some of the kills. The the hot tub scene oh. especially is great. Do you know what? I'm about to say the hot tub scene. Of course. <laughs> That was, a good, that was a good. That was a good kill. Um, and one thing I should probably bring up because I got flack for it from my uh, my cousin when we did our original Halloween es- episode. Uh, I did not mention Jamie Lee Curtis's wig, which is a very prominent feature in this one. I think she had her hair cut or dyed or something for another movie, and she had to get her hair to look like Laurie Strode in the first one. And apparently, they're just like, ah, fuck it, no one will notice, and they just tossed on a blonde curly wig <laughs> that like doesn't. It doesn't like fit her head at all. It just looks really, oh, really awkward. Um, but now that now that I mentioned that, the next time you watch it, you're gonna be like, "Oh my god, look at that!" Yeah, thing. I never <laughs> noticed it before. But you just ruined it for me. Uh, See, I've got I've got the um, first three Halloween movies all lined up for Halloween night. Nice. So, because um, that's my tradition, I always watch the first three Halloweens on Halloween night. Um. So uh, I do that, and yeah, it's. It's just one of those things where I can sit there. I'll put the start a movie at six six p.m. and then just go through the three, and then whatever time I have left before midnight, I will just watch whatever I can be bothered to squeeze in. But um, yeah, I I uh, I kind of look forward to doing that yeah, this year. That's that's a good idea. That's cool. Um, yeah, I agree with you, Mike. I'd give this one a high Jamie Lee Curtis score. Uh, I think this one is it's around a uh, at least an eight, maybe a nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I would, I would definitely agree with that. I would see, I would say it's a nine. Yeah, yeah. So that's weird. It's, it may be the most Jamie Lee Curtis movie, but we'll see because we still have more to go into. Um, next up on our horror list here, nineteen ninety eight, Halloween H twenty or H two O or does it have, has that ever been decided? Do we know if it's H twenty or H two O? I call it H two O. Yeah, of course. I call that. Yeah, I do as well. Hey, that's definitely <clears throat> what it is which makes no sense, but it's their fault for putting it up there. <laughs> um, so this one, uh, as we mentioned on our uh, our other Halloween episode, um, this is the Scream of Halloween movies. It pretty much looks like a Scream movie, uh, behaves like one, uh, has, oh, has the feeling know. of a late 90s slasher movie. <laughs> Do you know what? You belched then, and I let out a really fucking good fart then as well. Oh, you covered it up, Mike. Good job. It was a uh, it was a team effort on that one. <laughs> hey, motherfucker. How dare you? <laughs> Go on. So, um, yeah, I didn't write down too much on this one. I'm not a big fan of this movie, but having rewatched it last year, uh, it's not as bad as I remembered. I think it's better than Halloween 6. And I think it's better than Halloween Resurrection, so yeah. it it's not in you know like the bottom three or whatever you want to call it. Uh, but I still am not a big fan of the movie. I don't really like the kills that much, and I really dislike the aesthetics. It does not look like Halloween at all. It takes place no. it takes place in Los Angeles. It's sunny. It's clean. And there's no fucking trees or leaves. I don't know. Um. 
In terms of Jamie Lee Curtis, though, she is extremely prominent in this movie, despite, you know, playing the mother... Who's her son? Josh Hartnett or somebody? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's uh, she's pretty good. She's there, all right. She's there, all right, and she does a good <laughs> she job. She kicks ass in this movie. She does a good job with what she has. We'll go with that. Uh, so yeah. I'll, I'll give this one a little higher Jamie Lee Curtis ranking. I'll put it at, like, a seven. But I would go. I would go with six myself. Okay. Um, what do you guys think about H two O? It's okay. Like you said, it's not the. You know, it's way better. <laughs> it's way better than six. But uh, it's definitely not the worst Halloween. Mm-hmm. A lot of people give it shit, but I mean, I wonder if that's because they watched it a while ago. Because it's definitely not the worst movie I've ever seen. Definitely not the worst Halloween movie. Yeah. And uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is good, and then Josh Hartnett. I, Hartnett, I can't fucking stand as an actor, mm-hmm. so I, I don't really watch it for his sake. Plus, LL Cool J. Oh yeah, and he doesn't bother me, but he uh, he doesn't bug me too much. But it's it. I mean, these other characters are fucking useless in this movie. Yeah. Well, what about you, Shane? How's H twenty? H two O for me. It's. Uh... It's one of those films. It could have been better. It was. Uh, it was great seeing Jamie Lee Curtis back in a Halloween movie. And yes, I agree with you. The whole idea of it being um, in Los Angeles was kind of wrong. The fact that Michael Myers goes to Haddonfield, not fucking Los Angeles, just to track down, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis's character, but. Um, you know, I, yeah, I agree. Some of the kills weren't great in it, and I think, um, personally, I thought she fucking kicked ass in this. You know, with what she had, um, could have done without the George Clooney like. Um, George Clooney, because her love interest in the film. Oh, I don't. Right? I don't even remember that guy. <laughs> I watched this like last yeah, year. I completely uh, forgot. Love interest in the movie he was kind of like a uh, <clears throat> a Z-rate George Clooney look like. So, um, which I thought was kind of funny. Yeah. But at least they killed him off quickly. Um, but I, I liked the confrontation. I liked some of the shock factor. It's like the scene for me is like when she's getting the kids into her house and she slams the door and she slams the gate shut and she just turns around and looks through the door and Michael is just standing there staring at her. Yeah, that's a good scene. Yep. I know that, what you're talking yeah, about. That's a really fucking good scene. And, um... It was. Uh, I just loved the um, the way that LL Cool J's character got sliced up a bit, and um, how all the other people got sliced up. I thought it was kind of funny. He lives, and doesn't tip- he? Yeah, he does. Unfortunately, yeah. But I suppose because he was a big celebrity in the nineties, they had to save him. You know, they had to keep him alive or some shit. But. Um, you know, it's uh, it was uh, not a bad film. I'd, I'd give it Jamie Lee Curtis's. I would give, definitely give it a seven. Story wise, I'd give it maybe a five. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I see where mm-hmm. that one. All right. Yeah. Um, next up, uh, we got. <laughs> I think this one's kind of interesting because it doesn't really go with any of the other ones we've talked about before. 1999's Virus, 
And oh, I think no, you're no, the no. only one who's seen that. Yeah, I've seen that movie. But also, you're forgetting Jamie Lee Curtis did have a small part in um, Halloween Resurrection. No, I, I purposely did not mention that yet. Oh, did you? Uh, okay. <laughs> that was going to be my big uh, finisher, yeah. Shane. Good job. It's all right. You know me. <laughs> all right, let me go through Virus first. Because she actually stars in this movie. Oh, you're taking a piss? Yeah, I mean, Slash. Back right. in a sec. You go slash it up. Fuck her, gash. <laughs> slash and gash. I'm slashing gash. <laughs> slash and gash. <laughs> I'll tell you, there was some slashing gash on that fucking. Uh, what was that movie? Island of Death. Some... I think I've seen that, but I don't remember. Do you remember a guy pissing all over an old lady and then banging her? Maybe I haven't seen Island of Death. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> I would have remembered that. Do you remember when a guy rapes a goat? No, I gotta stop. I gotta see that. It's fucked up, man. It's a fucked up movie. It's one of those ones that you're gonna watch and you're like, oh, maybe this is a mistake. <laughs> the pro- so the- it was a video nasty. Yeah, yeah. The real problem was the goat rape happens too early. So like, you're sort of getting a feeling of how depraved the characters are. You're like, I don't really know. You know, the guy's kind of a dick, and like, you know, he kind of wants to fight this guy. And then his girlfriend's like, no, 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 I don't want to have sex with you. And he's like, oh, and he gets up and leaves. And then he goes and rapes a goat. And you're like, holy shit, this is where we're at. It's not a real goat, is it? Well, he's not actually raping it. I mean, it's it's an actor holding a goat and the goat trying to get away. I mean, it is a goat. Oh, poor little goat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't worry, he kills it. Oh, does he actually kill it? Mm-mm. Okay, good. I don't think he'd like it just shows him take a knife. And then, you know, it shows, like, a wall, and then it's, like, a splat of blood hitting the Oh, okay. Yeah, ever since I saw, what was it, Necromantics, like, the first, like, 20 minutes, and that guy, like, kills a rabbit. Yeah. Like, I have been, like, those older movies I've been looking up beforehand to see if any animals actually die. Because for some reason, I could watch Cannibal Holocaust, no problem. But when I saw that, I was just like, this is fucked up. And I and I never watched it since. Well, Cannibal Holocaust has the turtle scene, right? Yeah, it's got the turtle, it's got the muskrat, and it's got the pig. But when I, for whatever reason, when I first watched it years and years ago, it didn't bug me. But it bugged me when I watched Necromantics. It's weird. Yeah. That's why I think Cannibal Holocaust is super overrated now. Mm-hmm. You know, I've I've never seen one of those Cannibal movies that I've been like, wow, that was great. None of them. Yeah. What about Cannibal the Musical? Oh, completely different. That was great. (laughs) (laughs) When Trey Trey Parker writes a musical to bitch about his ex-girlfriend that left him. (laughs) Those guys are geniuses. I I think I mentioned this before, but you have to listen to the audio commentary. I, yeah, I got. I'll, I'll definitely do it's, that. It's completely worth a rewatch. Like I think they get shit faced towards the end of it, and they're just like, <laughs> he's just like that fucking cunt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Are you back from gashing? I have. Back, I am back from having a slash. Yes, I am. All right. Felt good actually. A weight off my bladder. Nice. All right, you ready? Yes, go. All right, 1999's Virus. Uh, so this movie directed by John Bruno, uh, who also directed the T2 3D Battle Across Time <laughs> skit, if you've ever been to Universal Studios. Oh, that one. Yes. <laughs> the one that's closed down. Oh, it's gone now? Fuck. Yeah, I think so. Shit. All right, well, he made that. 
He also did one of the segments <laughs> on heavy metal, uh, soft landing. Uh, I've seen heavy metal. I don't remember, you know, which one's which. Um, and re- an episode of Star Trek. That's about it. Like, this guy doesn't direct much. He's more of a special effects guy. And it's a strange, strange movie. There's a, a Soviet, like, it looks like a battleship, but it's a Soviet uh, research station out in the water. And they're they're talking to the Mir space station up in space. And a wave of energy hits the space station and shoots itself from the space station to the ship in the ocean. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is a uh, navigator on a small vessel, a small vessel, who Donald Sutherland is the captain of. Uh, Billy Baldwin is also on this ship, as well as a couple other character actors that like their names don't ring a bell, don't ring a bell, but I've seen them before. I'm like, oh, I know that guy. He was in something or other. So they're in a hurricane, they lose their cargo, but they run across this research vessel, and it appears to be abandoned, and Donald Sutherland is a drunken Irishman, and he's like, we're taking this ship right back. He's like, we're going to get it for salvage, and he's all excited because it's going to be millions of dollars he's going to extort from Russia. Um, They get on the ship, and it's not long before they realize something's kind of fucked up on the ship. They can't find anybody on it, a lot of the electronics are destroyed, all the power is off. They turn the power on, and weird shit starts happening. Machines are coming to life, and it turns out that the energy wave was like an extraterrestrial... um, I don't even know how you describe it. It's some sort of life form, but it's electricity, not made of meat. So this electrical thing invades the ship, and it starts taking over all the ship's resources and building robots and making its own conglomerates out of parts of the uh, former crew members. And the special effects in the movie are actually really fucking good. Uh, hmm. The practical ones, anyway. There are There is some early CG in this. It's 1999. And the early CG is kind of shitty. But, like, I don't understand why they do this. You know, like, if they have a long shot of uh, one of the creatures or one of the robots and it's, like, running at them, you know, it looks kind of like shit because it's CG. But if it's close up, they use an actual robot they built for this thing and it looks fucking awesome that's um, awesome yeah and some of the ones that are that have like the humans like conglomerated into the machines there's like chunks of flesh falling off and like skulls and all kinds of stuff there's one scene that is like super ripped off from the thing um i'll just kind of spoil it on here because it's just awesome to talk about they find it, it it's a guy it looks like a cyborg right like it's a uh a man's body with all kinds of metal parts and shit coming out that they eventually shot because he was like shooting an Uzi at them. Uh, they bring it into the medical by the medical bay and they're like, "What the fuck is this thing?" Blah blah blah. And the one research person that survived is like, "This is what it does. It's using the parts to, you know, control us or whatever." And they're like, "No, no, this thing's fucked up." And one guy keeps playing with it, and then its arm like twitches, and they're like, "No, stop playing with that thing." Um, it eventually comes back to life and they shoot it and it drops on the ground and the head bursts open and the skull rips out of the body and like, uh, five, um, or or maybe it's like six, I don't know, like six legs burst out of the side of the skull. So it makes like a little walking mechanism that's like on the skull. It's very thing like, yeah, but it's all mechanical. Looks so fucking cool. Um, the movie itself it's not that great. It ends up reminding me a lot of something along the lines of um, Deep Rising, uh, or I don't know. Oh God, Deep Rising. Yeah, like it, it ends up getting really schlocky, and the ending is really stupid. Um, 
and again, Jamie Lee Curtis is the main character in it, but she's not giving it her all. Apparently, she sort of knew this was going to be a piece of shit when she was filming it, but they were giving her a lot of money, and she's like, yeah, whatever, I'm just going to take this one for the cash. And she's been known to, like, I guess Hollywood has these parties where you have to bring one of the worst things you've ever done. Apparently, this is her go-to. She brings a copy of Virus to these parties and is like, yeah, you think you got it bad? I was in Virus. Um, <laughs> overall, I think it is enjoyable. It's not something I'm going to say run out and get this. Like I said, the special effects are cool. Definitely worth checking out just for those. The story's dumb. The kills aren't that great. Um, you know, Drunken Donald Sutherland, Billy Baldwin, if that's a selling point, which probably not. No, it's not. Not at all. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis is there. Um, not really giving it her all, but she's in the movie. So, uh, I'm going to give this one a three Jamie Lee Curtises, despite her being the main <laughs> character in it. The, <laughs> the robot gets four. The robot gets four, yeah. Definitely great, great animatronics in this one. Uh, neither of you guys have seen this? I'm amazed. I've never heard of it. I've seen it. I've seen oh, it. Oh, you've yeah. seen it. All right, Shane, what do you think about this one? Yeah. It's a pile of crap. But, <laughs> um, but um, this, you know, it's Jamie Lee Curtis, and, you know, she acts the socks off Donald Sutherland. Um, and it's just it's just one of those films, you watch it, and you, I personally think that some of the effects in it just look really shit. And yeah, the CGI is no good. No, it's awful. Um, but then so is a lot of the acting, and the story didn't really do it for me either. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was one thing I was just going to fucking mention. With the, oh, yeah. Um, you, Mike, I need you to ask Val, because apparently there's a PlayStation 1 game called Virus I Am Aware, and it's a, it's a spin-off of this movie. And it's super really? it's super rare. Apparently it's like really hard to get a hold of, so if she doesn't have and it's a survival horror. So it might be something she's gonna want to look into. Uh, yeah, I would be surprised if she doesn't have it, to be honest. Yeah. Maybe she knows more about this than we do. <laughs> more than likely. She's a fucking nerd. So, um yeah, that's that's fucking virus, man. Not that, not that hot. Uh, I think it's entertaining. I'm entertained by it because I sort of have a soft spot for those like ocean movies where they're trapped on a boat and there's a monster. Like I said, Deep Rising, Tree Williams, a little Tree Williams never hurt anybody. You can have some. It's okay. Um, but let's talk about Jamie Lee Curtis's uh, final horror um, accolade. I guess you could call it up until this new Halloween release, Halloween Resurrection from 2002. Oh, God damn it. Um, who, who wants to talk about that? I don't. I, the only thing I want to say about it, Buster Rhymes, Kung Fu, Tyra Banks, the worst Halloween movie. That's really yeah. all I have to say about it. Definitely. That movie sucks. Also, I, give I, have, this, um, I give this one Jamie Lee Curtis. Exactly right. Yeah. I don't know if you guys remember, probably not, but the, the, the trailers and all the like build up for this, they were like Jamie Lee Curtis returns yep. Halloween I resurrection. Remember. Like it's this huge build up. She's on all the fucking posters. You know, they're they're showing her on everything. And spoiler alert, she's only in the first fucking two minutes of the movie, and then they kill her off like, ah, eh, no big deal, now she's dead. But apparently that was by her request. She's like, I'm done with these. I don't want to do any more. 
Yeah, but like, if it was by her request too, like, why couldn't they have just like, I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking because I'm not in the movies, so I can't really talk. But like, first like five, ten minutes, really? <laughs> That's how you're gonna go out? Yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> at, at least be in it and sort of be a plot point that like, you know, maybe it revolves around this sanitarium she's in. Yeah. And, you know, they're dealing with it, or Michael Myers starts killing people, and they're like, what do we do? Wait a second, that girl that was his sister is in the sanitarium, maybe we should go and talk to her. You know, you use her as, like, a point of information on him or whatever, and then he kills her. You know, that would be more interesting, like, in the middle of the movie or something. Mm Mm-hmm. But, yeah, right in the opening, you're just like, what the, why am I watching this still? And it's five minutes in the movie. I don't know. This one is fucking garbage. Do you think it's the worst, Mike, or do you think that um, some of the other ones are worse? The worst Halloween film or the worst Jimmy Lee Curtis? Halloween. Ah, uh, yeah, it's the worst. I even even though six is shit, yeah. it's still more entertaining than this. Plus, my uh, my uh, where I live is in Halloween six. Oh, like she looks at a bus station sign and it says Oaklawn, and I live like on the street of Oaklawn. So it's kind of funny. Nice. What do you think? That's, the, that's like my only like good thing about Halloween <laughs> 6. <laughs> you got Paul Rudd. <laughs> oh, yeah. Paul Rudd's great now. Um, what film were we talking Are we still talking about Resurrection? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I hated Resurrection. I thought it was fucking awful. Um, I hated Buster Rhymes in it. Um, but then I'm not a fan of Buster Rhymes anyway. Um Casey Sackoff, who was also in Battlestar Galactica, she was in it as well. Um, I kind of, kind of enjoyed seeing her on screen, but I also kind of enjoyed seeing her getting killed off quite quickly. Um, overall, I didn't rate the film at all. I thought it was awful. And I'm not a fan of um, the uh, reality TV kind of stuff anyway. Oh yeah, I, I think, hated that yeah. aspect of it. Oh my god! Yeah, and it's it's the same with reality TV. I mean, I despise it anyway. But it's um, I mean, that kind of plot point in the entire film just ruined it for me. Yep, garbage. How many JLCs are you give this one? <laughs> I'll give it a one because she's only in it for the first ten minutes. <laughs> well, there you have it. So, what do we have? Our best one was Halloween Two, and it has the most Jamie Lee Curtis's in it. Yeah, I think that's what we ended up in. Halloween Resurrection is the worst. All right. Well, let's hope this new one stands up a little better. Um, I would say just based on the trailers, it's already got a, a minimum of a of three Jamie Lee Curtises. Just what did tra- we uh, What did we give Halloween one? I think it was eight, seven or eight. I don't know. Okay, so, so, so this one's going to be seven or eight since it's the exact same movie. <laughs> this is <a> so. Remake. <laughs> <laughs> I would watch a remake of Halloween one where a you know sixty year old Jamie Lee Curtis is a high school student. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fantastic. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. I don't know uh, h- how much the trailers are upplaying the she's a kick ass and she's got guns and she knows what she's doing and she's been waiting for Michael Myers. I'm sort of. <laughs> Ah, I don't need that. I would rather someone be terrified of Michael Myers, not waiting for him to come. Yeah, that's it's super goofy. I mean, no offense to her, but she's 
I don't see her as a badass anymore. She's not Sigourney Weaver. She sells pudding to help you poo. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's yogurt, but... (laughs) She sells yogurt to help you poo. She does not wait for fucking Michael Myers with like a fucking crossbow behind a door. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh... See, you two, you two may be like, you might be pissing on this already, but I'm really, I'm really looking forward to it. I am looking forward to it. It's the doddle uh, of a piss. No, it's a doddle and a piece of piss. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just having a little fun. I'm gonna go watch it. If it's yeah. good, I'm, oh, yeah. I'll let you know that it's good. Uh... If it's not, I'm not going to fucking sugarcoat it just because everyone's got a raging boner from the words John Carpenter and uh, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. I'll also have you know that John Carpenter and Jamie Lee Curtis were attached to Halloween Resurrection, the worst one. So let's all keep (laughs) that in mind, folks. All two of you listening. That's right, both of you. Three, actually, because we've got a new follower. <laughs> Miles, you know what I'm saying. I know you're listening to this, you bastard. Uh, but yeah, so that's what I got so far. Um, you guys have anything else you want to add? Any other Jamie Lee Curtises you want to bring up? You know, I'm yeah. thinking the Activia commercials have more Jamie Lee Curtis <laughs> have more Jamie Lee Curtis in them than Halloween Resurrection. <laughs> I give Activia. A five, Jamie Lee Curtis. I give X two, yeah. <laughs> five, Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> Yogurt that makes you shit. Yeah. <laughs> Is there like a challenge, like how many activities you can eat before you shit? Like, I feel like that should be something. Is I it- feel like we should start it. <laughs> We're gonna have one podcast where we all line up like ten packs of activia and just keep eating until one of us has to shit. Last, That's fucking disgusting. The last one shit wins. <laughs> I'll do it before I get in the plane tomorrow. I'll let you know how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, have a shit in that block of ice. They compact it into a block of ice, don't they? All the waste. I don't know. Yeah, when you're in a plane, they compact it into a block of ice. I and can't they imagine they do that. Like... In a block yeah. of ice? Why would they, why would they yeah, freeze it? It becomes a giant block. Um... What the fuck are you doing, cat? There's got to be some sort of like plumbing system on a plane yeah, besides it's like mean, they... an 1800 style block of ice they... that you're pooping in. I can remember I can remember watching an episode of Six Feet Under where there was a um, a married couple, a married uh, Mexican couple. One was cleaning in a house, and one was cleaning in a bathroom. This is he... racist. Oh, shut up! And he was <laughs> popping up into in a bathroom, and the wife was cleaning up in the kitchen. Now. The way Six Feet Under works is that you would get, you'd always get a death at the beginning of each episode. So, you had the woman working in the kitchen, and then the the, the guy working in the bathroom with all these sharp corners, and you think to yourself, oh, he's going to slip over. And basically, um, it doesn't happen that way. The wife walks outside to go and put some laundry outside, and a block of ice falls from the sky, lands on her head, kills her, and it's a block of ice from an airplane. I just I just googled it. They just under normal circumstances the ground crew disposes of the sewage after the plane lands. Ah. Waste can seep out of the tanks in a malfunctioning aircraft though. Ah. Yeah, just like know. Joe Dirt. <laughs> Where he finds a meteor. You're my lucky meteor. 
<laughs> it's meteor shit. It's meteor shit. Fuck. Well, I'm glad right. we got that out of the way. We got it out of the way. All right, boys. Um, so next up, next week, we're going to hit... Or next week, whatever. We don't do this weekly. You know, whatever we do this. The next episode, we're going to do the new <laughs> Halloween. And we'll, we'll follow When's up. When's that come out? That's right on the 19th. Oh, is it? Maybe we'll squeeze another one in then. Depends on when you get back, Mike. I get back on Monday. I have a seven-page paper due Tuesday that I just found out about. Oh, and, yeah, Dude I know. on the plane. Yeah. Okay. okay. Fucking battling a hurricane already doing a seven-page paper. Um, so I could probably do it next Wednesday. All right, we'll figure something out. Um, if we squeeze another one in or before we do the, uh, the Halloween episode. Um, but yeah, that's about it for right now. Um, you can hit us up on our Gmail. All you need is bloodpod at gmail.com. Facebook group, all you need is blood. The Instagram, all you need is blood podcast. And, uh, myself, uh, I'm on Facebook and, uh, Twitter at Ryan Tudelo. Uh, Instagram, all you need Ryan. And, um, yeah, we're on the, uh, the, uh, message board for upcominghorrormovies.com. Check out, uh, our... 31 Days of Horror post that's going on there. Um, so far, everyone else is kicking our asses, Mike. Yeah, Amy and uh, Necro, they're fucking... It's unbelievable. Like, today, I was like, I got fucking three in. I'm a goddamn champion. They'll get seven. <laughs> yeah, they'll get like five or seven. Fuck. So, but yeah, that's for me. Uh, what do you have for contacts, Mike? Uh, I have the All You Need is Blood <laughs> podcast on Instagram. That we now strongly have 185 followers. Holy shit. And we're following 538. What did we say we were um, going to do when we hit 200? Wasn't there something we are going to do? Shane was going to show his tits. Oh, that's right. I'll do that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll send you the pick. I'll DM you the pick. Fuck it, I'll do it now. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it right now. No. Um, and then... uh. I have my Instagram, my personal Instagram, where I just share my record collection because I don't know what else to do with it. That's uh, Whittemore with zero instead of an O. Caught you guys off guard. Um, I'm on the, uh, the Facebooks and the forums. Yeah, that's that's all I got. Shane, what's what's got? What do you got for us? Oh, sorry, I'm just scrolling through some pictures to look for a pair of my tits. Oh um, my god. I'm posting that. Yeah, do it. Fuck it. I don't care. You know, it'll be before. funny. You post that, and then, like, three days later, this podcast goes up. You're like, why the fuck are there? <laughs> I'm like, what the shit? <laughs> you know what? Yeah, fuck it. Do it. Because I'm looking for a picture of my tits. Um, Wait, you yeah, have you can... pictures of your tits on your phone? I have a picture of my chesticles, yeah. What the fuck? My moobs. Anyway, um, what's your... Uh, yeah, how do people contact you? <laughs> Let's move past right, your tits uh, for one second. All right, hang on. Um, I'm sc- I, can, I can multitask occasionally. Um, my Instagram is DeadCellSociety74, and my Twitter is DeadCellSociety. And you can find me on the forum and occasionally um, on the Facebook groups, and obviously the All You Need Is Blood Facebook group. Um, so, yeah. All right, great. Well, thanks for joining us, folks, and we'll see everybody next time. Thanks for listening. I'll just say bye for now. Peace. There it is.
seriously, why do you have pictures of your own tits on your phone? Um, because I was sending them to someone. <laughs> was it a guy or a girl? Girl. There we go. No hey, one Mike. has ever requested a picture of my tits. <laughs> I just got a thing on... Dude, I don't want to see this! <laughs> oh, come on, man! <laughs> How do I report that? I'm reporting this. <laughs> How do I report this? Block. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know if it'll block you. I don't want to block you. I'm trying to report as nudity or pornography, but I don't want to block you. I don't think you can do that on a DM. It, I have done. two options. I can report it or save it. <laughs> you know what to well, do. You can, you can save it and always post it up. And it's like, here's a picture of Shane's tits. And then, you know. Hashtag doddle and a piss. Doddle a doddle and a, 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 doddle and a piece of piss. A doddle yeah. and a piece of piss. All right, I got a pack. This is stupid. All right, man. I gotta go. <laughs> hey, you guys have a good night. Hang on a motherfucker. You sent me pictures of you taking a shit on Snapchat. So that I think this is, is more divine. understandable. This is fucking divine retribution. <clears throat> and you're going to get more, too. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me oh at all. God. You're going to get the airline shit after four packs of activity. He's going to freeze it into a block. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you guys have a good night. All right, man. See you later. <laughs> Oh, oh, fuck, that was funny. I did actually send him a picture of my tits. <laughs>